Hello and welcome to Equestrian Winning Equation. This is a brand new podcast series designed to help you, the rider, combat the dreaded nerves and maximise your potential. Whether you are trying to overcome a fear in riding, struggling to deal with nerves in the competition ring, or simply want to ride at your very best, Equestrian Winning Equation might just have the answer for you. Throughout this podcast series, I will be talking you through lots of great techniques that you can try yourself. These are techniques that I've tried and had success with, with my own battle with the nerves. Hey guys, welcome to what will be the final podcast in this series. It's gone so quickly. Just a heads up before I even start the podcast. It is a beautiful evening tonight and I have my doors open, I've got my dinner in the oven, my dog coming in and out and you can probably hear a little bit of traffic noise in the background and the birds. So I apologise if this podcast is there's more background noise than normal. Normally I shut everything but it's just too warm for that. So I hope you're all enjoying this glorious weather. Oh it just makes riding so much fun. I think it got to about 20 degrees today so yeah happy days for us riders. Anyway moving back to what this podcast is about. This week's podcast is a little bit of a mishmash of different things. As I say, I've come to the end of talking about mindset and the techniques that I think work best for riders out there. And I kind of wanted to finish this podcast series with just two sort of little pointers, which aren't mindset techniques, but I just think help to have in your routine. And then also a little section on motivation and some good tips on that as well. So let's get started. Tip number one is about using the resources around you to help you be better prepared for your competition and as a great learning tool. And the internet is an amazing place. We have the likes of YouTube, which for me is something I use a lot. One for watching tests. So before a competition, I like to watch other people ride the tests that I'm going to be doing. I find it really helpful for learning the test and remembering it. And also, if it's a test I haven't done before... When you watch someone else riding it, you just pick up little bits. You think, well, okay, that comes up quite quickly or need to be careful on that movement. If you are watching tests to try and, you know, understand the way a movement's ridden, I'd advise you watch tests that are kind of got scores of over 70% because then this way you know that, you know, obviously the rider did a good job and they got scored well. So, yeah, try and pick tests that have the score next to it and things that are over 70% are generally better. The other thing I like about YouTube is the chance to watch other people's lessons. Now, any extra money that I've managed to save goes on to competing for me. And so I don't really ever have any spare for lessons. So I use YouTube for lessons. I like to put in the search bar any names of dressage riders that I really like their style or aspire to be like, anyone like that. So people like Carl Hester, Peter Stahl, um, oh, the list goes on. Any, any, you know, lots of dressage riders out there that I really like to watch. And people upload lessons of them having lessons with those trainers. And even though they might only put up, you know, short snippets, maybe two, three, four minutes long, sometimes you just pick up little tips of advice and you think, oh, that might be worth trying in the school. And it just gives you fresh ideas to work on at home. And recently I watched one, I think it was Richard Davidson, I can't remember exactly, but someone was doing a masterclass actually. And they were talking about the importance of shouldering and how it kind of, you know, shouldering helps in so many different movements in dressage. 
So I started adding that into my schooling sessions a lot more and found it really beneficial. In fact, my, I found my test marks have gone up since I've been using it a little bit in my tests. So that was amazing. A free bit of advice has really helped me out. And the other bit was that I watched a Carl Hester masterclass. I think it was done in America. And literally a lady had just recorded three, four minutes of it. And he was talking about flying changes, the, you know, the do's and don'ts and how to ride them tried it on my horse the next day who isn't particularly great at flying changes and I would honestly say probably rode my best change ever the cleanest change I've ever done as well so it was like the most amazing golden nugget of information and it was free just from watching a video so things like that you know it's a great way for us to keep learning especially if we don't have the funds to have lots of lessons. So yeah, look out for masterclasses, people's competition videos. If you're an event rider and you want to get a kind of an idea of what a venue might look like, the type of cross-country jumps they might have, watch people's videos from them eventing. You see people put um, videos up of Aston La Walls and you can get an idea of what their large outdoor arena is like and, you know, whether the ground is flat, whether it's a bit hilly, things like that are really beneficial, especially if you then go on to do your visualisation work you can have an even clearer picture of you competing if you know what the place looks like or the venue looks like so that's really helpful the other good thing is that nowadays we're really lucky that there's a lot of live streams from competitions so last week I watched a lot of Royal Windsor I watched Chatsworth and just constantly watching riders competing things they do how they deal with maybe a tricky horse is only great learning for us so, you know, we should try and watch as many riders as we can. You, you'll you be amazed how much you pick up just knowledge from watching them. So really helpful to use your resources, use the internet to learn as much as you can. My second tip is a little bit of a weird one, and that's to be grateful. I find that sometimes after a bad show or even just in riding, if you're getting stuck in a rut, maybe you've lost a bit of motivation, you can find yourself feeling generally a little bit uh, around riding and at times I think it's really helpful just to stop and remind yourself what you're grateful for having so to remind yourself that actually even having the chance to own a horse let alone going to competitions getting to go to beautiful venues if you're an event rider getting to go to some amazing sort of properties and getting to ride on their front lawns that's incredible we shouldn't forget the fact we have those chances and yes we all go through ups and downs but you just have to knuckle down keep working hard and you'll come back up and out of that rut again so just remind yourself if you've kind of woken up in the morning and you've lost your motivation you just think oh I hate doing this remind yourself what you've got often that will kick you out of that bad mood and you'll think Do you know what I'm going to go and ride and I'm going to go and appreciate having the chance to enjoy the countryside to be out on my horse the weather even if it's not the best. Yeah, be grateful. As I said, the second part of today's podcast is going to be about motivation, which is something every horse rider struggles at some point throughout the year, probably more than once or twice. For most of us, winter is a really tricky time when we don't have many daylight hours to ride in. The weather isn't particularly pleasant. You can't go out in the fields because they're so wet. So it's a lot of road work and maybe schooling tend to do less competitions in the winter so that can be reasons to lose motivation but also for those of us that perhaps are very competitive when you've been aiming for a big competition it's you stay very motivated because obviously you've got a big aim you know you've got to get your horse fit for it you're working towards something 
once you've done that championship, quite often you can find you have a real dip and find yourself then losing motivation because you've no longer got a focus or a goal. And I'm certainly in that point at the moment, as I said, went to the winter dressage championships. And so from really the beginning of the year, I was really focused and aiming for that the whole time. So I had a reason for riding and schooling. The moment I'd finished that and I didn't have a show on the horizon, I really sort of lost my will to want to ride as much. And I sort of wasn't schooling and which was fine because my horse had needed a little break but even so it's taken me a little while to kind of get back into the swing of it and only now that I've booked a competition do I suddenly think right I'm back at the game I know what I'm doing so you know there can be lots of different reasons for losing your motivation when it comes to riding but here's some useful tips that might help you out when you are struggling a little bit. My first tip is to have previous videos of you competing on your phone I find that when you watch any old videos of you competing, you feel that kind of excitement and buzz again and you can't wait to get back out there and doing it. So if you have those videos on your phone and you're in a lunch hour at work and you're thinking, I really don't want to ride when I get back, watch those videos and it kind of spurs you on. You just think, if I want to get back out competing, I know I've got to get home and ride that horse. So just, it gives you a boost. It gives you the boost you need to remind yourself why you're putting all this hard work in. Tip number two, got to be prepared if you're somebody that has a really busy lifestyle and spend you know have has a lot on at work then for you being prepared you know maybe Sunday night for the week ahead is really important and I mean super prepared so write down exactly what you're doing on what days of the week make sure you're clever and that maybe if Wednesday is your worst work day that's the day your horse has off Uh, if Friday is you know you only work half a day then you do more work more riding work on a Friday A good idea is perhaps Monday to have that as your jumping day because you can set up exercises Sunday night. And also, if you're doing a schooling day, write down what you're going to do in the school. So, you know, whether it's stretching, whether it's working on your medium trot, whether it's leg heel, whatever it might be, writing it down in your diary so that you literally just don't want to have to think too much. Because if you have to think too much about riding and what you're going to do, you end up putting yourself off and you think, actually, I'm not going to bother. So make it as simple as you can, easy as you can. So the moment you get back from work, you just, you know, you get down to your horse, get them ready and you get in the school and you know exactly what you're going to start working on or you know exactly where you're going to go for a hack. I think that's a really, really helpful one to help keep motivated. The next tip is, and you know, not for everybody, but is having quotes and watching motivational videos I like to have one or two quotes on my phone which are ones that I know hit a nerve with me and just when I'm having those moments of doubt for why I want to go and ride or whatever it might be you either look at the quote or you flick on the video and it just it does inspire you again it does give you that bit of kick up the bum to say come on you can do it dig deep work hard everyone struggles at times it might work for you it might not but I, I think it's always worth having there I actually have a quote on the back of my phone like screensaver and every time I see it it does remind me why I'm doing it and you know it is hard work but stay focused my next tip is write down any competition dates lessons outings that you're going to be having your horse on your phone in your tack room maybe on the front of your fridge anywhere that you're going to see it and then when you spot it you think that's the reason why I've got to go and hack my horse or that's the reason I've got to go and school them because I've got a show in two weeks time and I need to get them working hard and prepared for it. When they're on your phone, I think if you're like on the way home from work, maybe you're on a train or a bus, 
you sort of flick through them and when initially you're thinking I don't think I've got the energy to do it you flick through them and see that you've only got two weeks to that show and it does it's enough to push you to think no if I want to do well at that show I've got to ride you've got to have things to aim for so get them down make sure they're visible to you lastly again slightly weird um motivation tip but it might work for you guys out there and that's to reward yourselves if you're somebody that does struggle to stay motivated and the will and, and want to ride enough sometimes you can maybe set yourself a challenge and if it's that you need to ride five six times a week set yourself the goal so maybe that's over a month you want to make sure you ride six days a week for a month if you achieve your goal of doing that reward yourself now it can be something as little as a box of chocolates or maybe you're wanting a new pair of breeches and you can think to yourself right if I achieve my goal and I ride the amount of times I've set then I'm, I'm going to treat myself and buy a new pair of breeches whatever works for you but it might be helpful and that guys is the end of this week's podcast and for this series I hope it's been really helpful the one thing I want you guys to take away is that Mindset is not something that you do once and then you get to your next competition and find you're free of nerves. It doesn't work like that. You have to work at it. You have to prepare yourself a week or two in advance of your competition. Keep doing the visualization. Keep using positive language. Make yourself believe you're excited. But keep trying. It will happen. You will start to see improvements. But doing it once and then never again, you won't find much of a result. It's something that you need to keep on top of. Keep working on it. It honestly does work. I can't stress that enough. I'd also wanted to say thank you for all your lovely comments. I'm so pleased that some of you guys out there have had some real success with mindset. And yes, keep at it. Hopefully, I'll be able to bring out a new series very soon.